Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Mammoth Spring Podcast. In this episode, we'll be bringing you a mix of local and national news along with sports. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope to see you in the next episode. But for now, I'll turn it over to Elasia Kent for national news. Good morning, and welcome to BFLS News. I'm Elasia Kent. Trump claims serious trade negotiations with China to begin. President Donald Trump facing pressure to scale back a U.S.-China trade war contributing to a global economic slowdown claimed Monday that serious talks will begin soon, although another round has been expected in Washington in September. Trump said his trade negotiators had received two very good calls from China on Sunday, but a spokesman for China's foreign ministry said Monday that he didn't know what calls Trump was talking about. This move sent the U.S. stock market tumbling. The Dow is down 157, as well as the Nasdaq is down 49 points. The Westside Consolidated School District continued their task on the possibility of utilizing solar power Monday night. The first conversation started at a board meeting back in March, and since then, they've done more research. There were multiple presentations about the benefits of power plant, including from Stone Creek, Solar Power, and Today's Power. A new hotline has been set up by the Arkansas Department of Human Services to direct callers in crisis to appropriate lines of help. Governor Asa Hutchinson made the announcement Wednesday at DHS is launching a hotline with trained staff to assist those seeking help with mental health issues and drug addiction. The number of behavioral health agencies has also increased from 253 to 311. Mental health and addiction service staff will answer calls Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. The number to call is 844-763-0198. Breaking news from Mountain Grove, Missouri. The body of a three-year-old missing child was found nearby pond. The Missouri State Highway Patrol says searchers found the body of a young girl in a pond not far from when she was reported missing in Mountain Grove. Her body was located just after 7 a.m. Wednesday morning. The three-year-old disappeared around 6 p.m. Tuesday near 13th and Oak View Lane. Her home is about 200 yards from the pond. A parent thought she had gone inside the home around 5.30 p.m. Tuesday, then realized she was missing. An investigation into the circumstances surrounding the child's death is being conducted by investigators of the Missouri State Highway Patrol's Division of Drug and Crime Control, the Mountain Grove Police Department, and the Wright County Sheriff's Department. Welcome to BFLS Sports. My name's Hayden Savage. Arkansas finally names the starting quarterback for Week 1 against Portland State in Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium. Arkansas head coach Chad Morris named Ben Hicks as starting quarterback during Monday's noon press conference as the Razorback gear up for the season opener on Saturday at 3 o'clock. Everything's earned in this program, nothing's given, as Morris went on to say. Ben has earned his right to start and will be our starter week one going into Portland State, Morris said on a Monday press conference. It was a long battle between Hicks, a senior graduate transfer from SMU, and Nick Starkle, a junior graduate transfer from Texas A&M that spanned 20 practices in 24 days during a fall camp, and the summer before that as well. Both quarterbacks are expected to play in the opener, and if last year was any indication, the competition is far from over. Morris named Cole Kelly the starting quarterback the Monday of opening game week against Eastern Illinois last year, only to see them go with Ty Story the following week at Colorado State. The next week, Story did not even play in a blowout loss to North Texas. It was all story after that whenever he was healthy. Antonio Brown's agent reports that he will be moving on from the fight for his old helmet. 
Oakland Raiders wide receiver Antonio Brown will move on from his fight to wear his old helmet, according to his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Brown has lost his second grievance hearing with the NFL regarding the use of his old helmet, but he is moving forward with a deal for an approved helmet in the near future, sources confirmed to ESPN and BFLS on Sunday. Brown lost an earlier grievance against the NFL that sought an exception that would allow him to wear his outdated Shoot Air Advantage helmet, which he has worn throughout his career. Brown then filed a second grievance on Monday, asking for a one-year grace period before needing to change helmets. The NFL and NFL Players Association eliminated the grace periods after last season. The second hearing, which took place Friday, was heard by the same independent arbitrator who presided over the first hearing, sources told ESPN. The NFLPA submitted an affidavit in support of the league's position to not allow Brown to wear his older helmet, sources told ESPN and BFLS. Brown, who showed up for training camp on July 26 with frostbite on the bottom of both feet due to a cryotherapy mishap in France, left the team for two weeks to seek treatment as well in protest of the league's banning his 10-year-old helmet. Later, he skipped a day for his first grievance was denied. David Ortiz shares first photo since Dominican Republic shooting, looking into attack independently. Boston Red Sox legend David Ortiz posted the first photo of himself on social media since he was wounded in a shooting at a Dominican Republic bar more than two months ago. Ortiz and his wife Tiffany were helping move in their daughter Alex into her college dorm. Ortiz shared a sweet message along with two photos. A life experience taking take place on us dropping off one of my kids at college. Good luck with everything and remember, to be great, you have to bring the best out of you every day. Love you, mom and dad. That was from the Instagram post of David Ortiz. Ortiz was shot in a Santo Domingo bar on June 9th. The bullet passed through his lower back, piercing his lower intestines and organs. Had to have some of his intestines and part of his gallbladder removed. Breaking news coming out of Indianapolis on Saturday night. Indianapolis Colts quarterback Andrew Luck announced his early retirement from the NFL, saying constant injuries have taken away his love for the game. Luck, who turns 30 on September 12th, had met with Colts owner Jim Irsay earlier to tell him of the decision. After the game, Luck announced that his decision during a 25-minute news conference. He said an official announcement wasn't planned until Sunday afternoon, but he changed course once news broke during the game. The Colts played their third preseason game on Saturday night in Indianapolis against the Chicago Bears. Luck had already been ruled out of the game because of an ankle injury, but he was seen on the sideline laughing and conversing with teammates. Luck led the Colts to the playoffs in each of his first three seasons in the NFL, including a back-to-back -back AFC South titles and an appearance in the AFC Championship game in 2014. But his career took a bad turn whenever he suffered a shoulder injury in Week 3 of the 2015 season. He ended up missing 26 games, including the entire 2017 season, because of shoulder, kidney, and rib injuries. It was during the 2017 season, while out luck questioned whether he would be able to continue his career. Deshaun Watson stated it was mind-blowing. It was something that, of course, caught everyone off guard. But hey, he can control his own future. He's a great player. He's a great quarterback, one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, and he's doing it for the right reasons himself. But I am going to retire. Uh, this is not an easy decision. Uh, honestly, it's the hardest decision of my life. But it is the right decision for me. Hey guys, it's the voice of Mammoth Spring Athletics. When I'm hungry, there's only one place that I can count on to give me real, home-cooked food. Fred Fish House in downtown Mammoth Spring is open seven days a week, 11 to 8, but closes on Sunday at 2 o'clock. Get some ham-breaded fish and some of the amazing peanut butter pie. 
Reports coming out of Columbia, Missouri this morning that the Missouri football team is headed back to Kansas City. The Tigers have agreed to move their 2020 regular season finale against Arkansas to Arrowhead Stadium, Mizzou, and the Kansas City Chiefs announced Tuesday. The game is initially set for November 28th, a Saturday, though every year since 2014, the Southeastern Conference has moved the game up a day to Friday after Thanksgiving for a national broadcast on CBS. Mizzou last played at Arrowhead in 2015 against Brigham Young. The school made an agreement with the Kansas City Chiefs to return there for another game that would attract another big crowd. The Missouri-Arkansas game has become a staple on Black Friday the last five years, but the Tigers have struggled to draw fans for the last two home games against the Razorbacks. Just 51,043 in 2016 and 52,482 last year. Arkansas has decided to move its next three home games in the series 2019, 2021, and 2023 from Fayetteville to Little Rock at War Memorial Stadium. The Mammoth Spring Podcast is property of the Mammoth Spring East Department and the Bears Facebook Live Station. This podcast cannot be redistributed in any way without the written consent from BFLS. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for supporting the Mammoth Spring Podcast. This is Hayden Savage for BFLS.